Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. PJ Rock Lobster is with us as well. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Clomp, clomp. Oh, look at that. Hey. Oh, thanks, thanks Rach. Rachel. Nice work, Rachel. Rachel's helping us out today in Rocco's absence. We appreciate it. Uh, let's talk a little music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, don't you two start with me. I've got a story about Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> should we show? Should we show Rachel where that button is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna let it slide. This one time let only, Donna. Slide. I know she's forever, ever, ever talking about Taylor. Taylor. Okay, so there is is Gorillas. Is that like a band or is that a yeah. DJ? Yeah. Is that it's a band, right? It's a group. It's like a super group of like four stars from different bands. Oh, okay. And then they have animated like uh, what do you call those? Uh, um, you know, not icons. You know, avatars and oh, stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, right. Okay, so they're weird and groovy. Okay, so. Taylor Swift has slammed one of the musicians of Gorillaz. His name is Damon uh, Albarn for claiming in a new interview that she doesn't write her own songs. So he's also the front man for the band Blur. And he was doing an interview with the Los Angeles Times and said, uh, as far as Taylor Swift co-writing her songs, that doesn't count. So, of course, Taylor gets wind of this. Because she's got rabid fans. Mm-hmm. And she went on Twitter yesterday and tagged him and said, You know, I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this. I write all, in caps, of my own songs. Your hot take is completely false and so damaging. You don't have to like my songs, but it's really effed up to try and discredit my writing. Wow. And then she wrote, P.S. I wrote this tweet all by myself in case you're wondering. That's funny. You That's go, a Taylor. funny last sass line there. I mean, okay, if you're doing an interview, the last thing you're going to do is put down somebody else in your same field, right? I mean, Not necessarily. I mean, I, yes. But yeah, I think that that could. I don't know what the lead question was there. Well, did you see his response? Because later in the day, I think he yeah. did apologize. Yeah, and he said he thought the interview got twisted into being clickbait. And then later at the show last night, he uh, played a song and dedicated it to the L.A. Times writer who sold him out. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, that's dirty of the journalist then. Yeah. To put him in that position and to twist things around and just, you know, you, you've seen this happen before. I was, I can't remember what documentary I was watching, but, or maybe even like the Katie Couric book, Steve. Sure. Where they grab, they just grab one thing she says out of like they a made larger that, context. Yes. And make it a headline. Right. For a magazine. Because she's on the cover and it's like, she says some, Katie says, sometimes I cry at night, you know, and it's just, it's dirty. I don't like that. Sorry. Hey. As long as he apologized, that's good. Even though it wasn't his fault. I think the journalist should apologize. Thank you. He said like fully and unequivocally, he offered an apology. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. And here's his full quote, just for the sake of rounding that out. Okay. He said, well, a a bigger chunk of his quote um, I guess when he was getting interviewed uh, by this music critic, uh, Michael Wood, and Michael Wood said that Taylor Swift was an excellent songwriter, and then he said she doesn't write her own songs, and Wood corrected him, stating, of course she does, while no- noting that Swift co-writes some of them. And that's when he, the Gorillas guy, said, well, that doesn't count. I know what co-writing is. Co-writing is very different to writing. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a songwriter and a songwriter who co-writes. Doesn't mean that the outcome can't be really great. And some of the greatest singers, I mean, Ella Fitzgerald never wrote a song in her life. When I sing, I have to close my eyes and just be in there. I suppose I'm a traditionalist in that sense. Well, he still isn't, like, helping his case there. Yeah. Because you can be a solo songwriter... And also collaborate with other writers. Sure. So she still gets the credit for being a, a solo writer. She wrote like an entire, two, you know, three albums. Right. And and she's been writing since she's 14 years old. Okay, I blew up. I'm sorry. I just wanted to pass that story on. Nay, Thank listen, you. she's your girl. You would defend her. I understand I that. I love her. She's talented. She has her buddies. Thank you. So how about Meatloaf? His uh, Bad Out of Hell will probably be in the top 10 this week. Oh, yeah, I could see that. His music exploded after he passed away on Thursday. Streams of his music rose 4,650%. But that's his streams. It's nothing compared to his sales. Album sales jumped by 18,684%. Wow. Song sales skyrocketed 33,793%. I have to admit, I do want to go and listen to that album. It's so good. Did you hear the Buckingham Palace Queen's Guard paying tribute? No. Um, to them. Yeah, I don't know. Is Rachel able to pull this up? I think I've got it all queued up if she's got the grid there. So, the uh, stuff in yellow, if you click on it, Rachel, it'll bring the link Yeah, up. it should play it right. And I sort of got it queued up. So, essentially, imagine yourself at Buckingham Palace, and then you're there, and the Queen's Guard is out there with their furry hats and all of that <laughs> kind of stuff. And then, all of a sudden, they start playing this. I would do anything for love. Here, here it comes. Hey. All right, that's at Buckingham Palace. That's neat. Get into the chorus. Here we go. This is his worst song. 
You know, it's the song that I came to know him by because it was the mid-90s song sure. that came out. And it was, I don't know if it topped the charts, but boy, it was getting tons of radio play. Makes sense. On, like, hit music in Pittsburgh, B-94. Ever heard of it? Yes, I have. In fact, I almost went out and interviewed for a job there. Donna! I know! You could have been calling me. Hi, can you play Meatloaf? Uh, I'd like to dedicate it to my fourth grade, my fourth grade girlfriend, Taisha, Taisha Hasty. Oh, Hasty. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one more thing, Rocco. Did you already report on this that Dylan sold his music catalog? And I did not. I saw it in the grid, so I thought I'd let you. Take oh, it. thanks. Um, because he already sold his publishing, and now he's actually selling the recording. That's uh, right. Recordings as well. Yep, so he sold his music publishing for nearly $400 million. And then this is uh, Sony Music announced today that it has fully acquired his entire back catalog, as well as the rights to multiple future new releases. And they're saying it's between 150 and $200 million. So there you go. Donna. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No, you. <laughs> uh, when we come back, oh, I, th- I thought this was really fun. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Everybody loves Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he's, he's just great. that kind of guy. He's good. Uh, wait until you hear this audio of Jeff Goldblum reacting to impressions of Jeff Goldblum. Uh, we'll let you hear it for yourself. That coming up next on Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to my talk 1071 everything entertainment don't cu- uh, don't come don't uh, but, come uh, a knock and don't be a stranger uh, here let me turn my mic on uh, hey guys welcome hey. back um, <laughs> Good stuff, forget, College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up at 1030 this morning okay chances that we get laid off at some point <laughs> I think they're pretty good. Okay. <laughs> pretty, pretty. Nothing lasts forever, pretty. right? You know, we're just got to be happy for the time that we have together, right. Donna. Um, I tell you what, I really like Jeff Goldblum. I find him to be so interesting to listen to. You know, he's got that show on uh, on, on Disney Plus. Have you watched any of it? Have you ever tried it? I have not yet. You would like it, Donna, and here's why you would like it. For anybody out there who hasn't tried, it's uh, Jeff Gold, uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, and it's on Disney Plus through their Nat Geo channel. But he's such an inquiring mind, right? He's a curious person. And so, for instance, he might look at the video game industry, and everybody's gaming now. And he just takes you from zero to where you need to be today while never... And these are the specials that I prefer. He never attempts to be the expert he is always the curious observer the okay. lens through which the rest of us see it and since he is so curious and outwardly non-expert in all of these areas 
he it, it just allows you to go in without any kind of pretense. It's a really fun watch. It's well shot. They have episodes on sneakers, on denim, on video gaming, on all sorts of stuff. I think season three is out now. It's really interesting because back in the day, like The Fly and whatever other movies he was doing, he was kind of just like the, just, you know, just kind of there, the nerdy guy. And then he like grew into his cool, you know? He's gotten better with age. He's very stylish. He's multi-talented. He's very good looking. He's just got a cool, like, swagger about him. What? I can't say it? How about this? Like, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Here are your season two topics. Dogs. Dance. (laughs) Magic. Fireworks. Monsters. And then the second part, which is second part of season two, which just came out that he's been promoting. Tiny things. Puzzles. Motorcycles. Birthdays. Backyards. Season one was barbecue, gaming, bikes, RVs, coffee, cosmetics, pools, jewelry, sneakers, ice cream, tattoos, denim. It's just take a broad concept, get curious about it, and then do a 30-minute deep dive on it, and then you get up out of there. It kind of reminds me a little bit. I like how all these like big movie stars are doing these types of shows, like um, Stanley Tucci doing his... Whatever he was doing, that cooking thing. Yeah, the cooking thing. Um, It's just, I I like it. I like that they're just dabbling and the lines aren't, don't need to be so defined, you know? Do you remember before we play the sound of Goldblum critiquing impressions of Goldblum? Do you remember um, our former producer, Ryan Perpich, God rest his soul, still alive, a producer in the newsroom? <laughs> Do you remember how mad he got when Stanley Tucci came out with a cocktail recipe yeah, like two the, days after he had one? This is right at the beginning of COVID. What do you call it? The spumoni, the rigatoni, the ravioli. What was that thing Negroni? called? The Negroni. Negroni. Thank you. I knew we'd get there, Rocco. You're but, the Italian I'm guy. Italian, and I like to drink. No. At, at the time... Uh, Italians don't say Italian. Italian. I don't believe you. You're an Italian imposter. dressing. <laughs> at the time, millennial he Hannah... He was They were like, hey, do some video updates. It's the beginning of a pandemic. People want to hear from you guys. So then Ryan, producer Ryan, went and did this full cocktail recipe of how to make this thing, and he's there in his cardigan, old man sweater. <laughs> ah, God. Then I take a tumbler. Ah, yeah, and it got like a God. ton of hits. People loved it. And then Stanley Tucci came out two days later and did something. And then The Rock came out and did something. And then I decided to join, and I just poured a glass of wine <laughs> out of a box into a red Solo cup. Yes. <laughs> And then Donna used to end every show saying, Ryan, you're fired. And then we never saw him again. (laughs) That's the story of Ryan I didn't make it happen. That's not a thing. You can't do that. I know. What do they say? Uh, uh, Correlation isn't necessarily causation. But boy, the old catchphrase for the show really took on a new meeting one day. Yep. Sorry about that. (laughs) He's doing great. He joined us on the show recently. He helped us with a uh, college pop culture knowledge. Now... Here is the long-awaited for... This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, 
only on Hulu. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sorry I made you wait so long. Jeff Goldblum sound of him uh, doing an interview with Vanity Fair as they played other Jeff Goldblum impressions. Here's a random TikToker doing Goldblum. Nation. Uh, Putting a mask on. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, okay. Looking at the mask. Uh, there may be trouble ahead, but while there's moonlight, I'm moving about school. I've come upon him. I know a hello and I know all about you because I've come upon these offerings on my Instagram. I get, I, I, I get him. He's doing a more, I think, modern, contemporary, because he's not. He's doing them right now, um, of me and what I've developed into uh, kind of a half musical <laughs> and, <laughs> and dance sensual uh, odyssey. I think it's derived from Conan's. Conan used to have a, a thing that he, he used to do to me, to my face on the show, which was a lot of fun. And it said, yes, yes, mmm, mmm. Yes, you're very yeah. like, mmm. <laughs> it's that, you know, sensual, that to the tasting. Go back the, to the beginning, mm, Rachel, if you can of that audience. Ever- See if you can go back to like 2.30, I think is where it was. So imagine in this video too, Don, it's such a great impression of Jeff Goldblum. And imagine uh, this is Jeff Goldblum looking at a COVID mask trying to figure out exactly how to put it on and how to wear it. Uh, oh, hello. Yes, yes. Hello. Ah, okay. Oh, there may be trouble ahead. While there's moonlight. Isn't that a great impression? That's so funny. Oh, Lord, that okay, is so funny. I will great. link up to, it's an eight-minute video. I'll put it up on the show links page if you want to see different impressions, including David Duchovny on SNL back on uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Uh, we've got that, and there's some other impressions in Goldblum reaction to them all. Uh, but again, the show, I give it a plug. It's really fun. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. It's on Disney+. Plus. There are two seasons, probably a total of about 20-plus episodes. Okay. Check it out. Sounds good. You want to play a game? Why don't we do it right now? Give us a call. We'd like you to play with us. 651-641-1071. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And bet on me or Donna, and you'll win a prize if you bet on the right person. We all find out the topic together. None of us know it yet, except for Rocco. He reveals it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster is with us as well. All right, let's play a little game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Oh, yeah. I do want to see how smart you are. Actually, I want to see how dumb you are. You know why? Because it's National Opposite Day. Oh, I love opposites. Yay. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
live that, opposites too. Donna, Donna's groan indicates she loves Opposite Day. Get oh, it? Oh, sure. Get it? Has he real excited? And I was. I get it. Okay. I love when you have to explain so, jokes that everybody already gets. <laughs> she means she hates it. See, it's Opposite Day. Uh, you remember God, being a total jerk as a kid, just saying to like your siblings, like, hey, you look really nice today. It's opposite day. And then running out of the room. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. I just like Googled it. Uh, I think some corporate uh, Twitter handles are taking advantage of the day, too. I saw like Dodge tweeted out, we're going to take it slow today. Yeah. It, they're like, they're into going fast and stuff. Yeah. This is going to be Anywho. fun. I can't get yeah. worse. <laughs> Donna. What? See, again, Donna loves it. She's, yep, that um, was a compliment. Yes. Um, so I've picked uh, some musical opposites, maybe a couple songs, maybe a band, and I'm going to quiz you on them, and I believe Rachel lined up a player. Who do we got? We've got Pam on the line. Hey, Pam. Pam, uh, Lama, ding dong. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Where are you calling from this morning, Pam? Savage. Oh, you are oh, yeah. savage. Um, that's savage, great. What are yeah. you going to do after you get off the phone with us? What's sort of next on the to-do list for today? Well, I'm actually in the car, and I'm running errands on this silly cold day. But, you know, got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, man. You Thanks. keep on keeping on, Pam. I am, Donna. It's going to be me and you, girl. We're going to do this. Bye, what the hell, Steve. Pam? Okay. <clears throat> you come off as a little extra. Like I'm trying to win them over too yep. much. See, Brittany, oh. Phil and Brittany would always say the caller would call, and then she always says, "Oh, hey Pam, wow, you sound fit." <laughs> <laughs> and then she would win people over that way. But I thought I shouldn't be commenting one way or another on anybody's appearance or how they sound. I gotta go. I gotta go. You should go. Bye now. Bye. All right, Pam, stand by. Okay. Got it. All right, Rocco. Okay, you ready? Yeah, so we're doing we'll opposite. What are we doing? Um, these are all musical oh, uh, things that have something to do with opposites. Okay. Like, for instance, uh, this first one is a song. It was a 2002 Avril Lavigne song uh -huh. called Skater Boy. That's right. That was about two opposites who fall in love. You know, she was into ballet. He was a punk rocker. They lived happily ever after. Oh, no. But can you spell Skater Boy? S-K-A-T-E-R, new word, boy, B-O-I. Boy! <laughs> Name the band whose country number ones include Pontoon, Girl Crush, and Better Man. That's Little Big Town. And can you name the 2008 song that opens with You change your mind like a girl changes clothes. Yeah, you PMS like a B word I would know. I have to give the artist? Uh, name the song. I don't know that song. You change it. I bet you Pam does. I bet you Pam does too. Let's just go right to Pam. Hey, Pam. Hi. Okay, so I know number two is definitely right. I agree. Number I, one is definitely wrong. You think so? I, yeah, let's hear you. I, I know so. I had a daughter who... Who, uh, well, I still have a daughter, but she <laughs> loved this song. So I do know it is S-K-8-E-R, and then boy is B-O-I. Okay, I got that part right. I just didn't know about the okay. eight. All yeah. right, all right. Good, good. How about number three? 
And that last one, I can I hear it again, Rocco? Sure. It goes, uh, this is the opening lines of this 2008 song. You change your mind like a girl changes clothes. Yeah, you PMS like a B word. She actually doesn't say B word. I would know. Wow, that's aggressive. Uh, that sounds real misogynistic. I was going to say that person doesn't <laughs> sound happy at all. Right? Um, uh, you know what? I got I got That's okay. On that one. We nope. could. Nope. Steve, Steve's not going to know that. Steve. No, we'll bring him in here. No. Uh, okay, here he, he comes. Don't say anything. That one that says the B word. Right, don't say anything. Okay, yeah, you're right. Nope. right. I know. Pruder said <laughs> All right, Steve, come on. Whoa. Steve. Oh, hey, Steve. Good afternoon, everyone. What did I miss? Just a little bit of, uh, you know, trivia. I have a feeling that you guys at best got two out of three. Oh, yeah. Almost confirmed. Rocco, am I shooting high there? Rocco, uh, don't say anything. Rocco, who sucked it's, worse, Donna or Pam? They both had their moments. Rocco, I'm this sucking. is host and contestant privilege. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm ready. All right, it is, it is opposite day. Uh, we'll start with this one. This is a song about opposites. It was uh, the Avril Lavigne song, Skater Boy. You know, it's about uh, she's into ballet, he's a punk rocker, they live happily ever after. But can you spell Skater Boy? S K the le- the number eight T R B O I. Can you name the band whose country number ones include Pontoon, Girl Crush, and Better Man? Can't find a better man. Pearl Jam. Um, I'm going to say Florida Georgia Line. And can you name the 2008 song that opens with You Change Your Mind Like a Girl Changes Clothes? Yeah, UPMS like a B word I would know. Um, I'm just going to say Pink. Okay. The artist is Pink, and you're going to give me half credit for that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Wow, All right, tough. should we go over these? You yes, these please. Maybe harder than I thought. Yeah. Um, I think be- because of Pam, you got number one right, Donna. It is capital S K eight E R capital B O I skater boy. I added a T. Dang it. T or something. Yeah. All right, half point. Uh, Donna got the second no. one. It's not fair. It's no, a country. Pam's <laughs> right. It's fair. Pam. You uh, listen. If he gets 90 stuff, I can get some country stuff right. every now and You're then. You're right. So it was a country song. It was Little Big Town. See, Little Big, that's opposite. Oh, yeah. And then I thought you guys would get this one. I was going to go with Hello, Goodbye by the Beatles, but I went with Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. Oh. And neither of you got it. So but are we tied? We, no, I went. No, Pam and Donna no. got two, and Steve just got one. Yeah, girl. No, Steve got zero, actually. I got none. What? You Kids are listening. <laughs> no, they're not. They're in school. <laughs> All right, Pam, you hang on the line. Thank you for picking me. And Absolutely. Rachel's going to get your information, okay? And we're going to give you... Oh, oh, let's see what she wins. What did she win? <gasps> A four-pack of tickets to the Home and Remodeling Show February 4th through the 6th at U.S. Bank Stadium. Wow. No, is that right? No, actually, it looks like we're supposed to give that away at some point. <laughs> oh, sorry. But wow. to see the, Pam, the College of that. Pop... It's all right. Well, maybe she could choose, because the College of Pop Culture Knowledge Prize is the Voodoo Rental Code to see Sing 2. 
That's cool. Pam, hold on uh, the line. We'll make sure you get the right thing. We'll let you get... Thank you. Bye, Bye Pam. Pam. Boy, that sucked. Wow, well, that was real embarrassing. Nice job, Donna. Nice job. Baby. I know. It was good. You want uh, a new car. I'm so sorry. You want a bank safe. Okay. An at-home Easy bank safe. There. They're both good prizes. They are good They're prizes. Different. They're not that different. They're, they're tickets and a code. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got a tip. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 So I came across the best states to retire in this year. Oh. Can you guess the 50th? <laughs> the worst the worst state to retire in. This is coming from Wallet Hub, by the way. You know, they always do these, you know, like, best place to raise a family and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, right. I'm going to say North Dakota. Wow. Why would you say that? The cold. It's number six on the list. Best. Really? Right behind Minnesota. We're number five? Yas que. Guys, this, okay. I'll Florida, here, let me just... Oh, it's opposite day. That's right. Florida is number one. Okay. Followed by Virginia. Followed by Colorado. Then Delaware. Then Minnesota and North Dakota. Hmm. What's number 50? New Jersey. <gasps> Donna. We're below Mississippi. Oh, my. New York is number four. I think it's because it's expensive. It's got to be what it is. Could be a variety of things. Mm-hmm. New Jersey doesn't exactly have a glowing reputation outside of New Jersey. Which we like. That's fine. Keeps people away. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Is that chemical fire still going? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I grew up across the street from a chemical fire. Is that right? <laughs> there was a chemical fire when I was a kid. I remember right across. It was called Coastal Chemical. And it Rocco, was on fire. Go to the part of our journal that should be under That Explains It. <laughs> Update it, please. You know, we should do a, a a segment. I was listening to our promo this morning on my way to work. Like I just happened to hear it. We should do a. You know what I hate? Yeah, an Andy Rooney segment. We should totally do it because yeah, there's for always a wonder. something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta love it. I loved Andy Rooney. Yeah. Hey, did you know my talk is celebrating our seniors this Valentine's yes, Day? Yes, I did. We're gathering Valentines for our friend Liz and all the other seniors in the Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly program. Send your Valentine to my talk by February 8th, and we will get them delivered. Help my talk share the love. You can visit mytalk1071.com, keyword Valentines to learn more, a great activity to get the kids involved in as well. Oh, that's a great idea, Steve. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, will you link up the best and worst states to retire in? Sure. On the show links page? Yeah, on this totally fake news list. Yeah, I'll put it up. It's not fake news. Minnesota can't be five, guys. I'm sorry. Steve, I live here. I choose to live here. It's not. Honey, honey, after 40 years of working in the labor industry, where should we go retire and spend our our time? Where? Minnesota? Where? Duluth? It's pretty nice there from October till May, right? Yeah, but Steve, may I just say, not everybody is all about the weather. Most people are much more interested in the weather than you are, you shut in. And you know I say that respectfully. <laughs> but that's not where 
listen, it's not where uh, old bones want to go. You want to go to warm places. I, I, do you? Yes. I think you just want to go to nice places, picturesque places, like Montana. I wonder where that falls on the list. Let's just check out Montana. I know we got to go, but I'm gonna, just going to... Maria Donna. Let me just see where it is. It's not high on the list. Mm, <laughs> I can't find it. Oh, I don't know. There are parts I of me that can't. really disagree with that list. Where like Minnesota well, being that high, and well, then Jersey's number state. fifty, and I'm like, uh, kind of shakes out. Montana is number seven. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And thank you and good night. Um, I saw a promo for that Will Arnett improv comedy I got some thoughts about it. Uh, I'll tell you about it. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are joined by the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. Clomp, clomp. And he goes in a clomp, in a clomp, in a clomp. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Rachel's also <laughs> helping us out today. Rocco, you'll be at home all week, right? Yeah, I. Uh, in case people are wondering, I had uh, my son tested positive, uh... But I'm about five, six days into it. I've had a couple negative tests, so I'm just fine. So I want to keep it away from you, Donna, just in case. Thank you. I appreciate that. Get boosted, everybody. Stick them up, yeah. Uh, Rocco, did you watch anything last night? Oh, I watched a ton of stuff. I... Oh my gosh. I I'm late to the party on this, but I watched about five hours of that Nexium documentary, The Vow. It's good. It's really good. See, that's what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah it's, I spelled you... it the correct way. Yeah, what's your N- problem? N X V N X V N X. How do you spell it, Donna? N X I V M. I don't know. See, this is why it's, you guys it's are all so culty. It's a serious N X I V M. I think so. Yeah. Well, Boy, it's like I mean... Skater Boy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'd like well, to buy Donna, a number eight. I thought it was because it's like eight hours. I thought it was really, really well done. Really, I, yeah, I agree. But I'm about five hours into it, and I'm like, okay, get to the get to the end where they you are march him to jail. Oh yeah, stick with it, yeah. Okay. Stick alone. <laughs> it's so you good. Um, yeah? um, I you know I watched the Ricky Gervais um series. Afterlife. What is this? Afterlife? What is it about? Oh, it's so good. Thanks for asking. Steve, we'll get to you. Don't worry. Um, No, listen, listen. Linda, here's the sitch. It's the third season has already dropped. They're really, really short. Some episodes are like 24 minutes long. And it's basically about a man who loses his wife and is trying to navigate through life following her death. And he's just bitter and mean and has you know, just has anger issues. And then he meets a lady. And then he meets another lady. And then it's all about the adventures in his workplace. It's very sweet. Steve, you should never watch it. Thank you. You, I know every time this you bring this up, you end up saying that. 
Well, there's like, you know, a prostitute in it. There's there's weird guys there. I don't know. It's just not your jam. I know you. You're like stick to Mighty Ducks. OK, Anna. <laughs> I can do hard stuff. I watched Usual Suspects. OK, thanks for that like, 1994 reference. Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I watched the gritty reboot of Fraggle Rock. <laughs> I mean, I you guys, I, I you didn't even you didn't even explain it last night when we were texting each other, and I texted you guys to say, "Hey, I'm watching Bob Ross," and then you didn't even explain this Nexium thing. I really didn't know what he was talking about. Well, I thought was, you were making fun of me because he asked if I was watching. This is right, Rocco. Oh uh, no, uh, what's it called? Um, How to with John Wilson? Yeah. And Which is the, how I got into the Nexium thing. We can go and down oh, that and then, if you want. And then Steve said something like, is that something that old people would know about? I asked <laughs> if that was a typo or just something that old people know about. I wasn't talking about you two guys, even though your combined age is ancient. Okay. And then I came back with a Steve is a cultist joke, and that, yes. and then I heard silence, and I was like, "Uh oh, I offended Steve." <laughs> no, I was just I was deep in the cult at that point. I was watching Bob Ross; he was sort of like a cult leader up there. Just get out your number seven brush, and then just, you know, he would he would beat his brush, and he would. God, no, no, Donna, I'm being serious. Gosh. No, they made a point about this in the Bob Ross documentary. They would he would use the brush. And one of his uh, his friends wonders if his close proximity to paint thinner, which he used in this wet-on-wet <gasps> wet technique oh. that he used, he would wet the canvas and then wet the brush with the paint. And then he would use some paint thinner sometimes to get the texture that he wanted. And then he would always say, and then I just... He would smack this brush back and forth on this metal post right under him. And then he'd say, just beat the dickens out of it. Ew. And then the the guy was like, "Is is he getting paint thinner straight up into his nose, brain, and body?" Mm. So yeah, then I was deep in it, and Donna was right, Rocco, which was extremely disheartening that Bob Ross sort of chose a suggestive voice. Had you met Bob in normal life, he wouldn't have always just been like "Happy Little Tree" and just come on over here. Mm -hmm. He was. They said it was like he was intentionally trying to talk to his female audience, Mm -hmm. and one of his cohorts said it was though he was trying to just talk to one woman, like someone he was in bed with. Dang. Was he a player? Did he meet a lot of ladies? He. A lot of ladies met him. They were really into him. You know, women in their, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, they were very into him. They would, uh, one time he was going to the restroom and they even said they were grabbing at tufts of his chest hair. Oh, God. <laughs> this is true. Because he would do, Bob Ross would do uh, still exi- like, like demonstrations, classes sometimes in hotels. You know, come and paint with Bob this weekend. And oddly enough, this is true. I believe in the 80s, there was a book called The Joy of. Love making or the joy of sex? The joy of sex, I think. Okay. And his show was called The Joy of Painting. And they talked about that as though it was sort of just going into just that that sort of same vibe See? of we're talking about stuff. You were right, Donna. Thank what do you, you. want? Oh, and then he's <laughs> like, who wants to beat my brush, ladies? Donna! <laughs> Smocks off, ladies. No, hey! <laughs> Keep your smock on, guys. Oh, 
man. Are we ever going to get to your story? Yeah, did, well, we that's just show. Sorry, you guys were talking about all your crap. No, it was very enjoyable to hear you guys talk about Nexium <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, Rocco, really you mentioned good. the Will Arnett show that's coming out uh, where it's sort of improv. It's called Murderville. It's going to be a Netflix comedy series, a crime comedy series. And he's got all sorts of great guest stars. And they don't really know what's coming next. The promo for it, I can't link up to it. There's quite a bit of profanity in it. But if you look it up, it's called Murderville. Um, and it, again, it's coming to Netflix. It looks like it's going to be pretty darn funny because he is making quite a few big-time comedic actors break and laugh as he's just oh, doing his fun. own improv thing and feeding them lines in their ears and having them redo lines. Conan O'Brien uh, even appears in it as well. It's it looks good, so uh, we'll let you know. When we have the, the the release date. I think it's coming soon here. I think very soon. Well, we'll keep everyone posted. We'll keep you posted, right. guys. Hey, when we come back, you know, my talk loves local. Uh, we're going to be talking to Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. We're going to learn oh, a little yes, bit about up. personal injury law. Coming right up.